You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Vormir, may Black Widow rest in peace. Vocal fam. Hi. Guess what? It's us. Are we peeking? Are we? I don't know. It's hard to say. Let me put my headphones on for a second. <laughs> it doesn't look like we're peeking. Toast. Hello. I mean, we're kind of hot. <laughs> Obviously. I mean, maybe that just describes... <laughs> that's just, that's oh, just us. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, uh, vocal fam. We don't have to leave all that in. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? No, now it's in. Now it's in. Now that we've, now that we've made it meta, now it's in. No. <laughs> um, uh, vocal fam. It's been uh, quite a season. Quite it a has. season. Season six. What this a is your, wild year. This is your season six wrap-up, Vogel fam. It really is, because we made it. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Some of y'all might still have school left. Sorry about that. We did it. Um, uh, but most of us, I think, are, are, are out there kind of wrapping up school years. Woohoo! And uh, we just want to say congratulations that you made it. You did. Um, Sarah and I actually are going to talk about voice teaching today. We are? Yes. Because, not voice teaching. That's not what I was brought to talk about. Singing. We're going to talk about singing. Okay. Because okay. I actually believe very strongly that Guardians of the Galaxy Mixtape Volume 3 is very much a movie okay. about learning to be a singer. Because I think it's a movie about learning to be a human. I would say, I feel like you could just say like more broadly, like live life to just live to become better a better person to and deal so, with yourself so if you're here for the voice content you're gonna so, get some today it's right, but also spoilers so if you have but spoilers, if you're here for the nerd content you're gonna get a lot of that and spoilers and if you're here for the spoilers i guess you should stick around yeah because if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy... Thread, we cannot tell the story of this movie as well as James Gunn does as no. a visual storyteller. That is correct. Also, I wouldn't want to tell you this story because I would cry again. Yeah. Um, so if you've not seen Guardians of the Galaxy Mixtape Volume 3... You should. Th- you should. First off. And um, if you if you have seen it, Woo! stick around... And if you haven't, and you don't care, and you, and you don't care, around, and you want to hear Perna make a whole bunch of metaphors about life and uh, singing and being an artist, then I guess you're welcome to stay too. And you should stick around. And you, maybe at the end you go, "Wow, maybe I should see this movie." Uh, who knows? But anyway, seriously though, congratulations to all of you who have made it through an academic yeah. year. Yeah. Um, yay! You made it. Yay! Yay! It's- Summer. This will be our last episode um, as we move into our summer sort of break hiatus. Truth. Um, don't worry. We'll be back in the fall. That's true. We always show well. up again. We do. <laughs> Can't get rid of us. It's like internet. all of us. All of us, And I'm sure because we do this every summer, randomly we jump on. We will do... probably be like, guys, we saw this thing and we have to talk about it. And you obviously care. <laughs> yeah. Why do I have a feeling that might be Strange New Worlds? 
Oh, entirely possible. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Or Ahsoka. We also might do maybe like our five-minute lightning rounds at the end of the summer. Oh, yeah. Love doing that. Because. There's so many things coming out. I'd also like to give you a chance to talk about your intern experience on an episode. Oh, that'd be great. So maybe like toward the end (laughs) of July, we do like Sarah's intern experience. Plus. Wrapped up with like five-minute summer. Well, because I'm going to have some things to say about Fast 10 Part 1. Oh, okay, okay. And I, I... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and I know I'm oh. gonna regret it. I'm gonna regret Uh-oh. it. I'm gonna go see Transformers. <laughs> I'm not. And I know I'm gonna regret it because I know it's still a Michael Bay movie. Unpopular. And opinion. it's just I gonna be a lot of Bayhem. Never. But you said the words Unicron, and I just can't resist. I just. He's there. I've gotta go. I've gotta go. And I know it's gonna be bad. Lols. Amazing. Whereas Fast Ten, I know is gonna be bad and amazing. <laughs> amazing um wow. but no but also ahsoka you're probably on your own for this strange new worlds we've got a lot of go good summer indiana. content indiana jones. jones yeah we're all, everybody's excited about indiana jones very excited definitely will be the biggest like traditional blockbuster yeah. of the summer um, i don't even know what else is coming out but i bet there's more I'm well we just about. named oh oppenheimer that's the one uh, that honestly low-key i don't know may see it may not sort of depends i think that's the one that i am most excited about because okay. if i'm being honest about like we all know my love for the mcu we all know my love for star wars nobody's confused sure. if we're talking about filmmakers chris uh, nolan oh my gosh well i think jamie's really excited for that one i too, think so. i think you, there's a very strong argument to be made that chris nolan is the greatest filmmaker currently alive he's fantastic um absolutely phenomenal dude can storyboard a movie better than anyone probably in history i mean i do tend to like kind of the historical films things like that but i mean also explosions aren't as much my thing killian's performance in oppenheimer looks incredible oh he's an amazing actor It, it looks incredible that'll probably be a day of call we'll see we'll just see where i am i'm sure you and my family the rest of my family are going to go see little mermaid as well i've been told so wildly unpopular opinion not your favorite i have never liked the little mermaid oh that's fine i will probably go see it just because i don't know i go and see the live action once and a lot of times with the live actions they make just enough little changes that like maybe i won't like sure maybe ariel will not come across as shallow and immature and i don't know poor decision making as she does in the original but um yeah sarah has some opinions about the little mermaid i really there, do everybody. i have nis- well so it started like as a- when i was really little i was scared of it i was scared of s- most of the disney princess movies as a child the because only- of the villain or the princess the most of them the villains yeah um most of them the villains the only one i would watch as a child was cinderella because i was the only one that didn't and then beauty and the beast my mom could never fu- because of when it came out and how disney used to do the vault thing yeah my mom could never find the original beauty and the beast so there was only the christmas one and the organ scared me wild yeah crazy times but then as i got older and wasn't scared and was watching them i just discovered i just didn't like the little mermaid which is a very unpopular opinion wild yep good times anyway, anyway vogel fam probably will see it though i'm sure a lot of you will see little mermaid there's a lot of music in little mermaid yeah. people love the songs so excited um, to see what they've done with it i mean it's certainly like saw the trailer for it Looked absolutely good. absolutely um before we dive in i'm also now nearly three seasons into star wars rebels yes. with about a season and a half to go i guess um but i'm trying to finish that out before ahsoka comes out I I gotta say it. I think Rotten Tomatoes' score is right. It has the it's tied for the highest Star Wars score of any property at ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, along with Star Wars Visions. 
I love Star Wars Visions. And I, I gotta say, like, if it's not the best canonized Star Wars, I... I, I need to I need to finish Clone Wars and I need to finish that. Finishing Clone Wars is I know it's a That list. is a gargantuan achievement. So like I know I I, want, I have seen every critical episode of Clone Wars that exists, but I, finishing all of them I know. And some of it is too right now like just just being like sad stuff is just not going over well. Yeah. I got Way too emotional with the with the Star Wars, the little youngling Jedi's. Mm-hmm. I got real sad because I was like, they all are gonna die. Oh jeez. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time, but it is a good show, by the way. I'm sure you probably haven't watched it yet because it is for children. And I was watching it because I was like, this will probably be happy. Um, and it is. It is very cute. And I definitely think like if you're looking for shows that to watch with like a child that won't like completely make your brain want to die and seep out of your ears, like it's good. Got cute little plots. Like, All right, no. it, was, it was well done there so far. Go. I've only watched like two or three episodes. There you go, but. parents. You you heard it. Or just Star Wars fans. You know what I mean? But you know how like there are those shows yeah. like Phineas and Fur. No, I got it. Um, yeah. oh, I early seasons of Clone Wars before I, they were like, this is definitely for adults. I would right? I would I would watch Phineas and Fur. I love Phineas and Fur. Right now. Actually. I would rewatch the whole series. Or I know a lot of people feel that way about like Bluey, which I really haven't watched, so I, I can't comment on that, but I know that's kind of a reaction people tend to have. Yeah. So anyway, alright, let's dive in. Okay, yeah. so a little bit of backstory. So this is where the spoilers will start. A little bit of backstory yeah. in this movie, just to remember that it's kind of a miracle that this movie exists. It even happened. Because 2020, there are some tweets of James Gunn discovered that were from despicable, that were from like a decade before. He was young. He was trying to be a provocative comedian creator. Sure. And, and they were in poor taste for yeah. sure. And he got fired. He didn't just get canceled. He literally got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is why this movie took so long. The cast basically rallied around him. At the same time, Chris Pratt kind of got canceled. Yeah. He's had a rough few years as far as public uh, And opinion. yet I feel like Chris Pratt might be making a resurgence. I can't. Hell. I can't tell. Some people still really dislike because, like, periodically he'll still just do something. But I, it, it has felt like he might be a little bit. Yeah, I can't tell. I will say his co-stars seem to really enjoy working yes. with him. Well, and it, the thing with him was nothing he ever did, like, fully crossed, I feel like, lines that would have been like, there's no coming back from this. Yeah. It's just he kept just doing things that you were like, dude. Yeah. Why, this, like, yeah. maybe you just didn't mean it this way, but... You, what are you, you doing? People are looking at... You need to, like... There's got to be someone you're paying who could say, Hey, man, this isn't going to look great. Nope. Your optics matter. So anyway... Anyway. All that to be said, if you remember back in 2020, at the height of the pandemic, yep. the entire Guardians cast releases letters on their own social media yeah. basically saying that they're not going to make the movie if it's not James's movie. Which would um, make it hard to make since they've Immediately, fired. there were, like, other names attached to the project. A lot of people thought Taika might take it, mm. um, kind of with his irreverent. That would have been a very different It movie. would have been a very different movie. Because Taika, while James and Taika both are kind of irreverent in their own way... Taika can go very far away. Taika is self-indulgent. Yes. Um, and Not that we don't love most We of love stuff, some self-indulgence. Like, there are times when you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, even Taika said, no, that's James's film. I, yeah. you know, whatever. And eventually, 
I mean, Gunn apologized. Like, he, he did not. I, I got to applaud the guy. He publicly said, I did this. It's not. It's no longer a thought that I represent. Yeah, it's no longer me. I was young. I was insensitive. And I was whatever. And I think so often so many people don't just... I think that is exactly... How, isn't that the human way to play a mistake that you make? Yeah, just to... I mean, like, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Especially when it's that long ago. Like, I am not that person anymore. I have grown and learned and... You and I were just talking about this. We were just yes. talking about this, like, like you know, we were talking just about in the con- of our lives. Like, that you and I are not the same people we no. were. We've been journeying together for almost a decade now. And yeah. we were not the same people... When oh, you no. and I first met. Well, or especially if you go, yeah, when we first met, I'm a very different person from then. And then if you literally say, like, Sarah, like, 10 years ago, I was 18. 18-year-old Sarah, nothing like 28-year-old Sarah. Exactly. Wildly different people. Exactly. Well, And, and, and I would hope that nobody would hold any of my, like, th- statements or opinions from 18-year-old. Because, like, I didn't know a thing. Well, and, and, and this can actually wrap us into the conversation we're going to have about Guardians. 34-year-old me is not 42-year-old me. Yeah. You know? And sometimes part of the problem with cancel culture is that, like, it doesn't give people space to make mistakes. You know, our... our, Or to change and become better people. Exactly. Our social media world is just, you're terrible, you're a dirtbag, and you'll always be a dirtbag. And you'll always be like, you said this one thing one time, and you obviously are still that person and should never get to do anything. And, like, it's such a fine line. Right. It's such a fine line because I'm all for, you know, if somebody's still out there making insensitive, hateful Well, yeah, let's also not be terrible people. Let's not be terrible people. This is not to make an excuse for people being terrible. If somebody realizes and, like, comes comes to the light, then isn't that good? So, (laughs) it's a miracle that this movie exists. Yes. And the fact that the entire cast was back one last time. Yes. And, you know, that they were able to make it the way they wanted to. Yeah. There was a great interview. So, that, you know, f- uh, if any of you are parents and you're worried about taking your kids to this movie, mm. um, there is mm-hmm. the first F-bomb in a Marvel Honestly, in the MCU. I would more say, like, hey... This could be content-wise pretty heavy for a kid. Yeah, that's probably that would the be more bigger. My that's pro- I did take both of my children, but my children are are older. Are older. Are, they're, older. they're older. My son's a teenager. My daughter's about to be a teenager. Uh, you know. But and, I don't know if I would and, take like an eight-year-old. And I had prepared this. them. Yes. Like I had also prepared them for everything that was going to be in the film. But like. And yeah. they, I mean, from the f bomb standpoint, there are two of those in Hamilton. Yeah. So, well, and again, I, it's know. this one moment, this one scene. Like, it's a blip. You could cover your kid's ears up. But I was going to tell a funny story about that. Have you seen the James Gunn interview about that? When no. he was doing the press tour, he went to Feige and he said, he showed him the cut. And and he's like, <laughs> we good? And apparently Feige was like, we're good. He said, you know, the Russos had thought about, like, having won an endgame. Well, it- and apparently the Russos... Feige said to them, do you want this to be your legacy? Hmm. And the Russos took it out. Hmm. And he's, and Feige apparently said to James Gunn, do you want this to be your legacy? And he goes, yeah. who are you looking at? This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and it's funny because you had mentioned to me, like, hey, this has got the first F-bomb in it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking it's going to be some heavy emotional, like, no, it was, deep weight. it was Chris nope. Pratt being Which, honestly, idiot. Love that so much. Because is that not really how most of us use it? it, it, it and it wasn't Rocket. And it wasn't Rocket. But also, like, man, I get it. <laughs> um, so, so, I love that scene, though. Anyway, all right. So you may have seen this movie and been like, I didn't like this movie. Hmm. Um, Entirely possible. I, you thought that the action scenes were messy. You may, I, I will say one, I think, criticism that could be made of this film is that I don't think Gamora even needed to be in it. Like, you could have probably removed different timeline Gamora from the movie and almost had the same movie. Almost. Although, I did love her being we, it. Like, I, I, me too. I, I, I'm, I'm not suggesting yeah. that. She actually had my favorite line in the whole movie. Yeah, because I loved that kind of closure. Correct. That little But I think line, Peter like, could have gotten to where he got without her. I Probably, probably. But I didn't, like... I would have, well, for me, like, my only, like, one thing would have been some of the, I, I felt like some of the animal torture and all that almost was a little too much. Yes. Like, I think there's a, there's a level of that that made it very. Because, it, it, like, I get having it, it's whatever, but there came a point where it's, like, it's not even adding to Rocket's story. Like, his story is traumatic, even if we take some of seeing this away. But that is also just me, like, I, you know. But so, still, I love, I mean. So what I'd really like to though, talk about, oh, and I do think there's like one little bit in Act 2 where it moves a little slow for a time. There was, And I can't exactly replace where it was, but there was like a little bit of Act 2 where I thought, this is taking a while. And so, yeah, I it's wish, probably when I checked my phone to see what time it was. <laughs> probably. That, that's how I usually say, like, because like, it's funny that I might not like consciously go, that was a little slow, but it's usually where I'm like, I wonder what time, like, how was, long have I been it, here? How it was close? about the beginning of Act 2, where I took Olivia to the bathroom. Yes. And I was like, this is, this is the wall. This is a moment. This is this the wall. I'm not going to miss anything. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're I gonna, get you. I get you. So, anyway, I do think there's a bit of a lull in Act 2. But, like, two. all in all. All in all, James Gunn is, without question, the best visual storyteller within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, who's mm-hmm. been in the MCU. Mm-hmm. His visual storytelling is remarkable. But that's not what I want to talk about about this movie. I And for once, I want to talk about a Marvel movie not in the context of MCU at all. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, there definitely were some, like, little things. But it, it really wasn't even the most, like... I will say, comic fans are kind of ticked off about Adam Warlock. I've heard that. And he was sort of a almost an afterthought, but, but I'm okay with it. The high priestess did specifically say he wasn't done. He wasn't done. And I loved that. I love that he basically, you know, he's he a, is almost a child a, in a man's he, body. Exactly. And I kind of liked, and I kind of liked that he didn't take over the whole movie. Like it was yes. a, like, if you're gonna introduce a new, new character and kind of have their origin story tied into a sequel, what could I be referencing? That was a great way to do it. Yeah. I got pretty much all I needed to know about him. Got a great idea of his character and where he's at. But I didn't felt like it was his movie instead of the Guardians. This movie now, obviously, let's take Black Panther: Wakanda Forever out of the conversation of like groundedness and emotionalism mm-hmm. and emotions and and these kind of things because that was tied to the fact that Chadwick 
passed away. Yes, that was so much of the Okay. That was a, that was a tribute movie to a passed away colleague. No, I Loki thought this might have been a better movie. Y- this was a better movie. Yeah. Um I-, I would argue this is at least the best movie since Endgame. Probably. And I think that this now probably overall ranks in my top five of the MCU overall. But if you remember, I had both Guardians films in my top ten to begin, to with. begin with. As a, you are, you are a big Guardians fan. Yeah. In fact, if I go back and actually like, while Doctor Strange is my favorite, like that's my like identity character. You know sure. what I mean? Like when I think of. Oh, I don't think I have it anymore because I think it got deleted in my in the my phone error oh, last dude. summer. Um, somewhere we had actually ranked all the movies up through I think Spider Man Homecoming, mm. and um, but like this this to me this is a top five if not no, top it was, three. It was a really well done, and in fact maybe goes to show that like yes it took a long time to get made, but maybe that's okay. But I think also. If you go back and watch this now in the context of the trilogy. Oh. So here's what I'd like to talk about today. What I'd like to talk about, are, it's taken us 20 minutes to oh, get here. Right. We had lots of things to say. I, I think that this is a beautiful film about processing trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether that's big T trauma or little T trauma. They all were. There, yeah. are, there are different. We all. I just want to own first and foremost that there are different kinds of trauma that we, that humans experience. Okay. Absolutely. And um, but something that I think is true when Marvel's at its best is it becomes more grounded. And you might be like, how is a talking panda, uh, you raccoon? know, raccoon trash panda? That's what trash panda. Yeah. How is our little talking trash panda making things more grounded? Well, if you go see this movie, you'll get it. Um, Buddy, you'll get it. Uh, uh. So, and I think they do really well when the characters are processing things like people process things. Yes. And I think one of the problems with the MCU overall that attracted it, me to it in the first place with Iron Man, mm-hmm. but that I would now criticize about it, but again, I'm not in the same place of my own life. That's true. Is that so much of phase one is egotistical white male who's already had a privileged life yeah. having to face trauma in their yeah. Little self inflicted little T self inflicted trauma. Like he he definitely Iron Man one like that was totally brought on by himself. Thor. Also Thor. Doctor Strange. I think the only one that you leave out is like Captain America. You know. Oh yeah, but yeah, but Captain America. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean Steve Rogers is. That's that's a different thing. That's That's a totally different different story. But yeah, most of them it it is just that. Even uh, yeah, so. And, and, and so much of it is about their basic path just from ego to humility just to self empathy. To empathy and self-sacrifice. Some caring, yeah. Yeah. So, but that is not the path that these characters have been on. No, not at all. I want to, so I want to wind us back a little bit character by character, if we could, okay? Let's do it. Okay. James Gunn had said, and this is actually why I posted what I posted the other day. James Gunn had said, Guardians 1 was about the mother. 
Guardians 2 was about the father. Guardians 3 was about the self. Indeed. Okay. And that is so, so true. But when I was even thinking back through it, I think actually because these character arcs actually weave so much through Thanos as well, yes. it even weaved through Infinity War and Endgame. Yes, it did. No, those are those are pretty big. So we have to think about what each because all of us, I think one of the things as 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 humans as we as we develop and look, I'm not a psychologist. What the heck do I know? I'm just some singing teacher. That's what I say. I'm 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 just a yes, just that. you know, but I know in my own artistic journey, it has helped me come to terms with who my parents were, come to terms with my childhood, come to terms with who I am and who I'm not, Mm -hmm. all on a process of self-discovery, which I then use in my art to communicate those things through my art. Yeah, yeah. Okay? That's just my own story. And listen, if you don't like to do that in your art and you don't, that's okay. 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 We each do our own thing. That's fine. It is something that I tend to work on with my students. Maybe you don't work on it with your students. I'm not saying I, I shrink them or anything. That's not at all what, I, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that I believe in artistic expression that comes from the self. Well, it, I mean, personally as well, yeah. Like kind of confronting those parts of yourself that you're not even aware of, like can help you to be a better student because like they just manifest in just unexpected and weird ways yeah because emotions manifest in your voice so often yeah so we have each character kind of going through this process back from the first movie like and, and like in the in the first movie like peter quill is so central you know it was oh, yeah. you know and so we have star lord who obviously loses his mom in, in movie one. Like, we're, we're yes. dealt with the fact that he is... Lost he, his mom, been kidnapped, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then his arc goes through movie two, where we find out that his a dad god is planet is his dad. His dad is the literal and worst. literally killed his mom. The liter- and basically just wanted Peter to, like... So that he could take over the... Make himself the yeah. universe. Yeah. So his dad is also terrible. Like, Peter keeps just having trauma. Like, some of them, like Drax, it's like he has this trauma when he comes in and he's dealing with it for the three movies. Peter, man, that guy can't catch a break. Well, and so obviously Peter's relationship to motherhood and fatherhood are very clear. Yes. You know, how, how you know, Star-Lord's relationships to motherhood and fatherhood in, in these films are very clear. Drax, who you just brought up, very interesting, different perspective. Yes. Because his relationship to motherhood in the first movie is that he watched his wife and children be murdered by Thanos. Yep. And so he's had to walk a very different path. Yeah. Um, And his trauma was literally trying to process his trauma through vengeance yes whereas peter was trying to just seek out whatever attention he could whatever relationships with women he could whatever looking for those connections but in the in interesting ways (laughs) correct um leading him to becoming a thief Mm. whatever whatever um then you have nebula and gamora yep Nebula 
we don't know still a lot about her actual like her origins thanos right but we know she was a daughter of thanos we know that she was made to fight with gamora and every time pieces replaced right yeah um so she was tortured by her father we know we do know her relationship to her quote unquote father sure um gamora we know her parents yes murdered by thanos as well being raised by and then being raised by thanos favorite child ah um what a lovely place to be helping to bring the scales of the universe to Mm. balance uh we have Groot, who we know, mm-hmm. thanks to James Gunn telling us, that mm-hmm. thought of Rocket as, as his oh, 100%, 100%. father. 100%. Because in Infinity War, when when Groot is being dusted, mm-hmm. he cries out, I am Groot, but he says, Dad, to no, Rocket. No, wait, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, that's the, because tran- Vin Diesel actually has the translation of all the lines. Uh, which I did know that, but I didn't know that's what he was oh, saying. Oh, yeah, he says, Dad. <gasps> No. You didn't know that? No. When Groot is being dusted, he looks at Rocket and calls out to him, Dad. No. I don't need to know that. So we even have Groot's processing of of his relationship to motherhood and fatherhood. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Groot so much. Big time. We're going to, we'll come back to Groot, obviously. Uh, And so that basically leads us, and then we have Rocket. We have Rocket. Who we knew, we actually... Really didn't know. Who had experienced so much trauma as a child... Oh, boy. That would not... Would not talk about it. And became that solo, independent, rebel... Which makes sense. On his yeah, own. I'm going to be on my own because if I don't establish these relationships, if I don't have this... Then I then can't be hurt the same way I was yep. again. Yep. Ugh. And so he's spent his whole life. And actually, if you go back and watch Guardians 2 now, the scene with Rocket and Yondu, where Yondu starts yelling at him, and Rocket says, you don't know who I am, and Yondu goes into him, I know exactly who you are, because you're me. Mm. Yeah, this movie was emotionally devastating. Like, ugh. Um... Obviously, then, of course, with Quill also, obviously, then, in the second movie, finding out that, you know, of course, Yondu was actually his, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like, we, he's got a lot of relationships going. He finally forms a meaningful relationship with the woman, and, oh, no, she's dead, but she's back, and she doesn't, but she's not back. Yeah, not uh, to mention that Gamora is killed by her fa- father, yeah. quote, unquote. Anyway, yeah. which leads us up to this movie. What a wild time. <laughs> But what I love already is that Gunn had set up, James Gunn had set up that these characters were actually on like heavier self-discovery journeys. Indeed. Than most of the other characters in any of these. Oh, 100%. Comic booky movies. And yet somehow in some regards, like did a better job of retaining their like their actual sense of self than yes. in some of these other movies where these characters are like, you know what I mean? Like, they still were very much the quirky, whatever, rough and tumble group that they were, just 
had processed and so often you know comic books in general these characters are about relationships between mothers and fathers and daughters and sons and uncles and you know what i mean obviously even shang chi having to confront his father yeah you know it's not that 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 story hasn't been told before yeah you know whatever it's just these characters i think you're right They, they 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 were able to hold on to parts of themselves while at the same time, like, Dealing. discovering new parts of themselves. Yes, yes. Which was just so beautiful, I thought. Like, like, and as they as they kind of all took their their new roles and their and, and I, I've heard the criticism that you know somebody needed to die. Nope, I'm okay with it. I have to say, I've often been in that camp. Yeah. I was not at the end of this no, movie. No, I didn't. I mean, there was so much stuff dealt with. There was so much. Like, what would what would that have added? Like, what would have been the point? Like, okay, let's deal like it, character by character. Peter's journey. So Quill, you know, goes to the ends of the universe to save his friend. Yeah, yeah. With his non XX. Yeah. Yeah. And his weird interactions with Nebula. With Nebula, which I'm like, yep, is that gonna be a thing? Huh? I'm not so sure. I wouldn't mind, but uh, she's blue. Um, Okay. Gamora was green. That's true. Uh, with my color blindness, I almost couldn't tell that ever that Zoe Saldana was green in those films. Yeah, there was something we were watching recently that Jamie was like, I, I can't tell what they're doing. The colors are too similar. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm colorblind. So is Sarah's husband. If you yeah. guys didn't know that, yeah, um, he was struggling. But uh, so Peter at the end, you he know, almost died. <laughs> he, which glad they didn't kill him because like I was gonna be like that is the stupidest death ever. They did not. Though it would have been a little in character. But as they were, you know, actually, I want to rewind for a second. Yeah. Right at the very end, I thought it was really great that to get to the moment where they were all back on Nowhere, mm-hmm. it was literally them all helping Rocket process his trauma. Yeah. And it was messy. Which it would be. The whole, like that whole action sequence in the hallway. Yeah. While beautiful CGI, actually was really messy. It was shot really messy and but sloppy. Processing trauma is it messy. It is messy. The whole thing, like... If you've ever been in therapy, folks... It's messy. It is not some clean cut. Wow. I don't know. My therapy... I get it now. Maybe, maybe yours was not, but mine was messy. And I think because the human mind is messy. Like, we're we messy. We are messy. We have emotions. We are yes. not clear-cut things. Um, and it's one of the things I love about art. It's like it's not... Also messy. It, it's also it's messy. It's not perfect. It's, it's not never perfect. going to be perfect. And neither's your voice. Nope. It's just not going to be. Nope. There is no perfection. There is no arrival. No. There is no... Um, and so, anyway, I just loved that, that what they had to go through right at the very end, before mm-hmm. they disbanded, was really sloppy. And I love that. Well, it, back to the, oh, so maybe someone should have died. That is actually one of my, like, I was so glad they didn't because it kind of gets on my nerves sometimes. That, one, I feel like so often we've gotten to this point where, like, 
movies and TV shows both feel like the only way to have a good movie, a great movie, is to end on some horribly tragic note. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you can, things can resolve, I mean, and it, not everything resolved perfectly at the end of this movie. Like, you you can have a great movie, and you don't have to just take the stakes to 100%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't have to kill people off. You can also have a full story arc complete and not kill that person off. And they can go on and live their life and still be a better but flawed individual because that's what we are. And that's what I loved about this is... When you look at their resolutions, which were endings, yeah, even if they're not, because it's of like we this, were talking like about earlier. This chapter, it's how, yeah, like like you know, you're not the same you were ten years ago, and I'm yeah. not the same that I was ten years ago. That doesn't mean there's no parts of us that we've kept with us. Oh yeah, but but we are different. There are definitely like different phases or chapters. Me finally. It, like I think it was been about a year now, finally watching the end of um, Star Trek Next Gen, finally watching the finale and shutting the door on two to th- two, well, really three brutal years. Yeah. And being like, I'm ready for this now. I can, yeah. I can handle this. Um, and I think that was the beautiful thing is, so we see Peter... Go home. But so far, I haven't been killed off yet, and I appreciate like, that as well. Like, we see Peter go home yes. to his grandpa and reunite with his actual family. And be Peter for a little bit. Um, we see Gamora, time alternate timeline Gamora, go off with her new Ravager the Ravagers, which family. in a sense is her new family. While we're talking about them, that was, that was, I was doing fine emotionally. Yeah. Until she stopped and she said, I bet we were fun. Oh, yeah, that was. I was cool. not. I was at that point. I was not okay. That I mean, granted, I had been crying for like. I was that movie. fine. I was fine. I was doing fine. I loved their relationship. I thought it was yeah, beautiful. It was, and having her say like her kind of finally come to that, and that again, just some closure. It was the emotional peak of of Infinity War. Yeah. Was. Oh my gosh! Yes. The Gamora arc. Yes. And I know Zoe Saldana is done with these movies, and that's fine. Zoe Saldana, you know, whatever. But, like, that guy, that killed me. Like, when she was like, I bet we were fun. And I, that was. Well, yeah, you were. Um, Nebula taking her role. Yeah. Of, like, administration and, like, yeah, being and I like. I that. Being like, you know what? I guess I am a part of this group. This is who I am. Like, not necessarily. Yes. Yes. But the two that got me the hardest, uh-huh. for sure, for sure, were Rocket's arc going from mm. trying to act like he was always the captain to and himself saying he was the captain Yeah. to, to him not wanting to be that. And everybody being like, no, this is, yeah. this is you. And I love it. It was so good. That was uh, his whole thing. Like, oh, his arc was that was um, in this movie. That was rough. They did not pull any punches. That was rough because uh, killing the trash panda would have been too much. After everything else in that movie, <laughs> it would have been too much. And there were times where I was like, killing Drax. Have him die. I, I kind of thought Drax was gonna die. There were a few times I thought they were gonna go that way, but I honestly loved the ending so much more. But for the him. fact that they just so we have to talk about this. So Drax's whole arc. Drax the Destroyer. Drax, vengeance for his son and daughter. Yep. 
But Drax's purpose was, was to, to be a father. And now he is again. I just... He is again, and I love that so much. And I'm not sure if I love Drax starting to dance more or Rocket starting to dance more. It was all good. It was all good. I just... No, I loved that. Man, that was... Uh, wow. That was that was an arc I didn't even know I needed like completed <sighs> or expected to have done like that, Man. and I loved it so much. It was so it was so well done. It was so stinking well done. So yesterday, um, <laughs> so yesterday, Vogel fam, I uh, shared this on my inst- my personal Instagram story, but yes. um, James Gunn had sent out a. Um, a a a thank you to all those who had uh, liked the movie. A little thank you video of Groot Yay. of Groot uh, uh, basically dancing because I mean, what does Groot do? We love Groot. Everybody loves Groot. Dancing and breaking things. I love Groot. Um, oh, we gotta we gotta talk about that. Okay. Um, but I wanted to leave that to like the end. Um, mm. But I had I had uh, I had commented on James's post. Thank you for giving us actual character arcs. It was a beautiful perspective, beautiful perspective on trauma and self discovery. Yes. And James Gunn liked my comment. And I now can, you've done I, it. I, I, I can now basically like the next forty five years of my life, whatever happens. You've peaked. Hey, I've this peaked. Is it. That's this it. This is it. That's it. James Gunn knows I exist. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. It's a life well lived. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. For no, sure. that was wild. But uh, anyway, Vogel fam, no, the, the moment at the end, of course, and I don't know if you've known this, but Gunn did confirm it on his Twitter. Uh, so Groot at the end of the movie doesn't say, I am Groot or we are Groot. Yeah. He says, I love you guys. Uh, but the reason he said, I love you guys is because you've now been on Groot's journey for five films, and you six films, understand. and you've been with him long enough that you understood what he said. And I love that. Because, so, like, it's funny. In the moment, I was like, oh, oh. And then when I forgot that, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that got me. That got me particularly in retrospect. That was, uh... Granted, oof. it all got me, so... That was, uh... That was ooh. a moment. A little ooh. group. He's just good. He just wants to help and protect his friends. Uh. Anyway, it just reminds me of like my own journeys of self-discovery through processing my own, whether it was little T trauma or big T trauma. Yeah. And coming through that. And, yeah. and, you know, I've been through two midlife crises. And, you know, you end up. I don't know what you end you up doing. Make it through there to are, the other there side. Are, there are different ways to make it through, and whatever your choices are, that's your choice. I'm not here to tell you how to do it, but Woo. I, you know, I chose to get some therapy and then incorporate my own life experiences into my art. And uh, and here you are. And here we are. Yeah. Here we are doing a silly podcast about a Marvel movie. Not even silly. Um, but no, seriously. This is my favorite MCU movie, at least since Endgame. I can, I can say that for sure. I kind of expected it to be, I will admit, and I'm usually let down when I have those kind but of expectations. But it lived up to the hype. But this, to me, lived up to the hype. That was great. Um, Emotionally devastating and traumatic. 
great. Yeah, it was great. I just, I don't know. It, it was the animal things. I, I can't, like. It's, it's hard. If it's, you, hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. They just, they, they're just. But if you can see what good. the story is that James Gunn is trying to weave through it. Sure. And, like, that was all done. But, like, ugh, it, it, it'll, it'll get you. It'll get you. It got me all over the. It got me. It got yeah. me. It was something. It was. It was something, Vogel fam. Um, so, anyway, I think that's basically it for us. I feel like that. Sarah, what did you have for breakfast? What did I have for breakfast? Oh, I had a scone. How very with British. clotted cream, even. Speaking of British, we should be oh, getting col- a Doctor Who, a new Doctor Who trailer this week. I saw apparently a teaser dropped on BBC like last night. Four. Woo! I thought you were going to talk about the There have been like four like little <laughs> Love that. snippets. So ready for all of that. So excited. Love that we're getting Jonathan Groff in the next series. Love all of it. Um, Bring me some Doctor Who. I'm ready. So I'm ready. It's very... Uh, <sighs> and, and on that, apparently, because, you know, Jinx Monsoon sings as well. I, mean, I heard people talking about maybe maybe a musical episode. So I, all of the rumors are that there will be a musical episode of Doctor Who. I'd be so okay with that. And I think as long so as it, I, I think as long it. as it's diegetic and it makes sense in the context of the story that they're telling. They're totally look look. Who's to say there isn't a planet that only sings? Or that they have some kind of virus that, or that. makes them sing? Or that there are different, or some evil villain that makes all his villains sing everything? Yeah. You know there are. Oh yeah, I think they. The been- song master. <laughs> John Groff would be the songmaster. He would be. That, that makes, it would be great. Makes a lot of sense, actually. It would be great. Regardless, I'm down. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm hopeful. Yeah. Bring anyway. some Doctor Who. Anyway. So, intern program. You leave in a couple weeks. I do. I do. I've got my plane ticket. Um, Fun yeah, times. That's, that's mostly it, actually. Fun I, times. I have a plane ticket, so I will be there. I will be there. Fun times. I think that's the most... I need to... Sign up to go to Voice Foundation the day there that we're going to that. So I have uh, I have um, lots of Carmen prep that I'm doing. Woo! Yeah. Woohoo! But I'm also I'm also gonna shut it down for Do a good it. bit, vocal fam. Do it! I have I have been basically just existing for the last week or so, oh. and it's been great. It has been something. I have been enjoying that. Anyway, listen, wherever you are, we hope you're going to have a great summer. I bet you will. We wish lots of, um, I don't know, whatever it is that you do, whatever summer means to you, whether that's... Going places. Work. Working. Beach. Just not doing Working that. at the beach. Or just being at home. Doing reading a book. Just existing. Going that's to the lake. Going hiking. Maybe you go to the mountains. Maybe you go camping. Maybe you go to Disney. We're going to Disney later this summer. Ooh, that's um, exciting. Daughter's got a dance competition. Ooh. Um, All sounds exciting. You know, whatever it is that whatever you do with you your do summer, do some summer. gardening. I got some nice looking tomatoes coming in already. We decided to skip our garden this summer. Not that last year's went great, but we were just like, you know what? No, we're I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm gonna get those peppers in. We did not get our money's worth out of our garden last year, and so yeah, we're, we got we got lots of good tomatoes. I have tomatoes a brown coming. thumb though, so we're, we we try pretty hard. So yeah. anyway, I tried real hard last year, and I just I still killed it all. 
Anyway, Vogel fans. Anyway. Have a great summer. Have a great summer. Peace out.